0: Mortified that my sister had to literally call me out and call me on the carpet and just tell me how raggedy I was being, you know, and how irresponsible.
1: You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner Bobby Rebel, author of how to be a financial grown-up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're gonna get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. Well, the only thing worse than having debt you can't pay back is having debt and just ignoring it. That will only make it worse. Actually, wait. There is one thing that is actually even worse, and that is, of course, owing money to family and trying to duck it. My guest is Lynette Calfani cox known as the Money Coach. She is also the force behind Money Coach University, and her sister's loan wasn't the only one she was hiding from. Let's just say there's a guy she wants to impress involved, cars get repossessed, and all kinds of chaos ensues. I can't believe she told us this story. This is definitely Unbelievable. Here is Lynette Calfani-Cox. Lynette Calfani cox welcome to the show. You are a financial grown-up. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you, especially because I am such a fan of yours. We've met through friends a couple of times at different events. And of course, you were a superstar at the last FinCon, which was fantastic.
0: I am so looking forward to FinCon 2018. Orlando.
1: Exactly. What is not to like about Florida? So Exactly. And I love the money story that you are going to share with us. You did a little little bit of hide-and-seek in college. (laughs) Hmm. So you weren't always the superstar that you are now,
0: to say the least. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. So the story I want to share is about the time that I hid in college, not just from one creditor, but actually from two. One of the creditors, surprisingly enough, was my sister, Cheryl. I have five sisters and Cheryl's oh my. the oldest one. <laughs> Never a good look there to hide from a family member that you owe. But also from my car lender. Here's kind of what happened with both situations. I was totally young and dumb when I was in college. Honestly, I didn't borrow wisely. But What did you borrow for? What were these loans for? With my sister... I had my very first internship, a college internship with I'll never forget with WEAR TV in Pensacola, Florida, and my sister lived right nearby there at the time. and I was in school in Southern California. you know I went to University of California, Irvine for undergrad. I had this internship, but guess what? it didn't pay. They actually said, oh, we'll give you a stipend at the end. So what happened was I asked my sister, to borrow money in order to go out there to Florida to get a plane ticket from Southern Cal into Pensacola area. I had all the best of intentions and I really did plan to pay her back. Well, what happens? I go back to Southern California after the internship. Then I don't, I I just don't immediately pay her back. Life got in the way, you know, my tuition and fees and books and supplies and everything else. Then, you know, she called me. She was like, oh, hey. And she left me a voicemail and I didn't make a speedy beat to call <laughs> her back. <laughs> and then the next week she called me again <laughs> and then I didn't call her back. And boy, the third time she called <sighs> me, did she let me have it? Ooh. She said, Lynette, I don't want you to treat me like you would treat a Visa or a MasterCard a creditor." She said, you borrowed from family. I'm your sister and I love you, but you have to be financially responsible. Don't duck your obligations. And most importantly, don't duck me. She said, if you don't have the money, just say, I don't have it or here, let me pay you back you know, a month from now, or let me work out a payment plan for you. or let me, And it was such a wake up call, Bobby, I'll tell you, because I was so embarrassed. I was mortified, frankly. Then there was also this car loan. Oh, yeah. There was the car loan. I had a 1987 Hyundai XL. It was my very first car. Don't you know that car got repossessed? I only oh missed gosh. two payments. I don't know why they did that to me. Is that
1: standard that they repossessed so quickly? Is that the norm?
0: Wait, or was it three? <laughs> no.
1: But still, I mean, that's still pretty. That seems. I don't know. Did you talk to them and say, "Can you cut me
0: some slack?" Was there any absolutely, dialogue, or you just shut absolutely them down? Absolutely not. I was such a bonehead. <gasps> Again, very quickly. Here's what I did. I had a boyfriend at the time. Doesn't it always involve Uh-oh. a guy? Oh, <laughs> very nice, sweet guy. You know, uh, we were totally into each other. We're walking through the mall one time in Southern California. We go into a, a leather store it was around the holidays. He sees this leather coat, this brown leather coat. I see him look at the tag at the end of the sleeve, you know, on the arm of the the coat. And he looks at it quickly and goes, ooh, and just like flips that tag back around as if, ooh, that's too expensive for my taste. And he just keeps walking. But what do I do, young and dumb? I'm like, ooh, note to self, I see that he really liked the coat. I'm gonna come back and buy it. So sure enough, I go back to the store, I spend like five hundred bucks, which I have. And what was your car payment? Do you remember? Yes, it was about two twenty-five, two fifty. So we're talking
1: about two months' car
0: payments, which would have prevented the car from being repossessed. Exactly. Oh my gosh! I just blew it. I mean, I did not even attempt to contact Hyundai Motor Credit Corp, (laughs) and yes, they did come. And take that car. Rightfully so, of course. And did the boyfriend drive you around everywhere then? (laughs) You know what? I learned an even bigger lesson because I had to fess up. One day I walked out of my apartment that I had. You would have thought I was Halle Berry. I was such an actress, okay? I was like, where's my car? (laughs) And he was like, oh my God, did somebody steal your car? Where's your car? You're wearing it. Did he have a jacket on? Oh my gosh. So finally I fessed up. I was like, no, you know what, honey? Actually, I think my car got repossessed. And he was like, what? He was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, to be honest, I didn't pay my car note. He was like, what? He was so shocked. He looked at me. He said, well, how come if you didn't have the money for it, how come you just asked me? I would have given you the money. Oh my gosh. And he was a very sweet guy. And I said, no, no, no. And he knew that I was working at the time. I was a dispatcher for AAA at the time in college. He says, well, can I ask, you know, what did you do with your money? And I was like, "Uh, you know, that brown leather coat I got you for Christmas. He was like, yeah. I said, and well, he, I kind of yeah." He, he, two, he wouldn't spend his own on. money on that. <laughs> yeah. But he told me something, Bobby, again, that I never forgot. He said, Lynette, I would have never want you to put yourself in the hole for me it was a wake up call. I mean, nobody who loves you is really going to want you to just, you know, you don't have to spend to impress somebody. You don't have to buy someone's love. You don't have to try to, you know, dig yourself in the hole, quote unquote, to make somebody else happy. It really, it just doesn't work that way. What is the lesson for our listeners? What could you have done differently looking back with all of your wisdom now? Unquestionably, the biggest lesson that I got is that, you can run, but you can't hide. And that literally as much as you may try to duck your responsibilities, believe me, I tried to hide that Hyundai. Like I parked on the (laughs) side, like not right in the front of my apartment complex, but as much as you try to shirk or duck your financial responsibilities in the end, it always catches up with you. So for your money tip, I love that you're going to talk about debt because sometimes you do need to borrow money. What my husband and I do before we borrow now, we first ask ourselves three questions. Question one is, can we afford to pay cash instead of borrowing? If the answer is no or not comfortably,
2: then we say, is this something that's worth borrowing for? You know, we love to travel, but is it worth just like, you know, going into debt, putting it on a credit
0: card? And really, the answer is no for that. But the third question is, if you say, yes, it is worth borrowing for, what is the lowest cost source that we can tap to borrow and pay it off the debt? So when you do that, at least you're borrowing strategically. You're borrowing wisely, giving it some serious thought and consideration before you just sign on the dotted line.
1: All right. Before I let you go, let's talk about MoneyCoachUniversity.com.
2: Well, I'm doing courses and I'm teaching people everything under the sun about money, about budgeting. I have a course on there negotiating for women. I have a course about paying for college, um, credit courses, debt courses. So it's really teaching people the nuts and bolts about personal finances and I, and what I hope is an engaging way and they have they get lessons I give them homework assignments and we kind of make it fun but it's all video based so you know I write a lot you know I've written 12 books and but everybody doesn't want to read a you know 200 or 250 page book so watch a video instead and learn
1: you are prolific oh my gosh I mean 12 books all these video courses
2: amazing where can people find you well, my free financial advice site is askthemoneycoach.com. Ton of videos on there, 1600 plus articles. You mentioned that I've written 12 books. I'm super proud about that. And then the latest is moneycoachuniversity.com. So, and you know, we're all on social media. Everything is just at the money coach Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, you know, all that good stuff.
1: Instagram too now. <laughs> Instagram too, everything. I'm on the gram. I know. I don't know how you do it all. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bobby. This episode was a tough one. My friends, I truly hope you do not have an experience anything like Lynette. Financial grown up tip number one do not duck and cover. If you cannot pay a debt, find a way to work something out. No creditor wants to get zero paid back. They want to work with you. And you do not want them sending your case to a collection agency. No one wins there, and it will wreck your credit score. There is nothing more not grown-up than just hoping if you ignore the debt, it will go away. It will not. Financial grown-up tip number two, make a phone call to the person or business to whom you owe money. Even if you can, make an appointment and go in person. I say that because if you just email, there's no human touch. If they can sense your goodwill and your honesty and see you as a person, not a bill to be collected, it could make them want to help you more because you're a person, not a piece of paper. While you should be prepared to tell them what you can pay, in other words, do your math in advance and come prepared. Before you actually offer anything, tell them your story and say, I want to work something out. I value your service and you do deserve to be paid, but can you help me out a little here? What can you do for me? And just give it a few minutes. Let them think about it. They may reduce the overall bill. They may propose some kind of payment plan that works for you better than you even would have proposed to them. Even if they don't move forward, set up something, find a way to pay them something. If you are really tight, a small payment, even if they have to increase down the road. Thanks to all of you for supporting Financial Grown Up. If you like the show, take a minute to rate and review us. And if you have not already, please hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any episodes. And I want to hear from you guys. Get in touch on social media at Bobby Rebel on Twitter, at BobbiRebell1 on Instagram, and don't forget to leave me comments. Go to my website. Please sign up for my newsletter so I can keep you posted on everything going on with the show. No more hide and seek, my friends. I hope you guys enjoyed Lynette's story as much as I did and that we all got one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.